Hello, I'm live. Uh, it's just gone 12.30 on Tuesday. Uh, just me on my own today. Hello for anyone that might be tuning in uh, early on. I'm just trying to get my LinkedIn going here to see what's there and if anyone's watching, if there's any any comments or feedback or anything. Um, I had a guest lined up for today. We've had to reschedule until uh, Wednesday of next week. I've got Robert Tadros of Impressive Digital joining me. Uh, this world that we find ourselves in, uh, you know, most people working from home and all those that are fortunate enough to still have jobs working from home, uh, the consumption of social media has really blown up and, and, and really gone through the roof. Uh, Robert runs a business uh, that that does a lot of digital advertising and those kind of things. I'll let Robert explain a bit more about that uh, next week. So had him scheduled for today. We've had to reschedule for Wednesday of next week. Uh, so it's just me um, today uh, on my own. Uh, if anyone's there uh, watching, this is also streaming live to Facebook, although there's not really much engagement on my Facebook. Uh, if you're there, let me know you're watching. Uh, if anyone's brave enough to feel welcome to join me here, I can send you a link and uh, and you can join me now. Or if you've got any questions, uh, drop them below and, and and I can and I can catch them here. But I can, if you're feeling up to it, if you're feeling brave enough, uh, I can share this stream yard uh, stream with you, and uh, you can jump on, say hi, ask a question if you've got something to that you want to share. Um, what I thought I would do, if if I keep looking down, I've got some notes here. What I thought I would do, I had an idea of sharing a video. Uh, I, was, I was planning on recording a video out in the backyard where I normally re record a lot of my videos uh, around uh, what am I doing with um, my money um, for, for you know, go going through these times. Obviously, I'm a financial advisor. Uh, I've been doing these lunchtime live videos which have you know, with a range of different people and a whole range of different topics. But also, a lot of the the content that I've put out in the past is more of a financial nature. Uh, there's a lot of people like me putting out uh, views and things on, on LinkedIn and all over the place on, uh, you know, what you can be doing with your money and how you should be managing and, and opportunities and those kind of things. I thought me being a financial advisor, I would share with you uh, what I'm actually doing with my own money uh, and you might get some tips and things from, from that. So, um, there's three areas that I want to talk about. I'll provide a bit of background uh, on, my, on my current situation. Uh, first off, uh, so it's, fortunately, I'm still working. So you know, there's, there's a lot of people that are doing it a whole lot tougher than, than I am, albeit at school holidays and I'm kind of half working, half looking after the kids uh, from, from time to time. I'm still working. So I'm still earning a wage. And as you may have seen from some of my previous content, my wife uh, recently rejoined the workforce She's in the thick of it. She works in a hospital. She's a midwife, so she's off, kind of facing this coronavirus stuff on a on a daily basis at the moment. Uh, so we are both fortunate in that we have we have jobs. We, we're still earning a wage, albeit I'm working from home, sitting in my son's bedroom at the moment. So that, that that's the first point that I want to make. Everything that I'm about to talk about is predicated on me still being able to work and, and my wife still being able to work. So there's a regular income coming in. I can remember talking with a colleague. Uh, back during the GFC, you know, yes, I was doing all of this kind of stuff during the GFC as well. Uh, and he made, he made a comment at the time, and it's kind of stuck with me ever since. For, for those that are fortunate enough to remain employed or can very quickly you know, switch from one job to another and, and continue some type of employment, 
at the opportunities when you go through you know, downturns like this or recessions or whatever this may end up being uh, are actually immense out the other side but it's it's really predicated on you being able to um being able to um continue to work um so i um I, I wanted to touch on, on on three kind of areas in which I'm doing things, uh, but as I said, it's really predicated on me being employed. I won't touch on any product uh, related, uh, you know, conversation here. I don't want this to be misconstrued as advice in any way, shape, or form. Please, uh, if you hear anything in here, if you get, pick up any tips or anything like that, reach out to uh, a qualified financial advisor if you need some help in, in that regard. So. Um, I um, there's 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 three main areas, and I can see a few questions streaming through. So thank you for those, and uh, and, and keep them coming. I'll I'll kind of touch on the three areas that I want to talk to, and then I'll come back to the to the questions thereafter. So there's really three areas. So there's um, my my mortgage, uh, superannuation arrangements, and then uh, some some investing outside of super, which I've only recently just just kicked off. Now, uh, uh, in, in terms of the mortgage, I've shared a previous video and you can, if you're watching this on LinkedIn, you can scroll back through my feed a little while back on the, on the particular bank account structure that I use to manage, uh, you know, the, the household, household finances. And so I won't touch on that now, but um, by and large, we've got money sitting in an offset account. And up until recently, we're really only making the minimum loan repayments. We, we've been, you know, surviving on on one wage for the last six years or so with uh, with with four people in the household. So we're really only just making minimum loan repayments up until very recently. Uh, that has now changed. Uh, so we have, and, and this is really prior to this whole coronavirus stuff going on. We've started making extra loan repayments. Uh, now that's into the loan itself. You know, there are other strategies around. Uh, putting extra repayments in, into a mortgage offset account and those kind of things. Uh, I'm a big fan of Chris Bates. Chris ha has some some really brilliant content both here on LinkedIn and his uh, and in his Elephant in the Room Property podcast. I listen to listen to that as well. Um, mortgage broker, financial advisor, and he's put up some stuff recently about redraw from home loan and those kind of things. I, I encourage you to go and go and seek that. Um, it's it's really quite really quite good, and and it's got me questioning the way that I've operating things but at least for the time being we're making extra loan repayments directly into our home loan <clears throat> now how much i just dug out a calculator uh, our loan repayment calculator and said look i owe a particular amount this is the going interest rate uh, how much do i need to put in here to pay it off in 15 years 15 years just happened to be the number that lined up with when i turned 50 which i thought at the time sounded like a uh, a good time to have my, my home loan repaid off there's really no further science to it than that and obviously keeping money in offset accounts and, and those kind of things it um it will impact that that repayment schedule but at a pure basic level all i've done is said look 15 years what do i need to do to pay off my home loan by then and um and kind of stuck to a to a repayment schedule now obviously interest rates have dropped since and so that will change a bit but in time they might go back up again i'm not too fussed about the finer detail more just to say, look, whilst there's this extra money coming in from my wife starting to work, let's do something productive with it. Let's put some extra into the home loan, and uh, and, and and that's what we're doing there. I have also explored the the option of uh, releasing equity from from my house. Now I haven't progressed that really any further than having a very basic discussion with my mortgage broker, uh, but there is an idea of releasing equity. <clears throat> 
from your house to take advantage of share markets, to do an upgrade to the property, those kind of things. Uh, the big hurdle for, for, for myself and my family is we are very fast becoming one of Chris Bates uh, kind of ideal clients that uh, dual income, a couple of young kids and really, really trying to work through uh, what we do in terms of upgrading our house. So I've put out a video previously saying the house that we're in at the moment is perfectly fine. It's getting old, it's got some wear and tear. And so it's to a point, do we do some upgrades to this house? Do we knock it down and start again? Or do we try and buy something else in the area? Uh, where we're leaning to at the moment is, is looking at knocking the house down and starting again. I've got some quotes and things for that, but for the time being, we're not doing, doing anything uh, right now. So that's the mortgage using an offset account. I've got a previous video about how I'm managing the particular cash flow and really just paying some extra uh, repayments into the loan itself so, so to pay it off in this magic number of 15 years. Really not too much more science behind it than that. Uh, now moving on to super. Uh, shock horror, I'm a financial advisor and I have two separate super funds. There's a, there's a reason for it. I won't go into the detail now, but I personally have two separate super funds, uh, you know, it's, it's often the work that I'm doing with clients, I'm helping them consolidate their, their, their money down into one super fund, but sometimes that's not the case. And, and in my personal situation, I, I have a reason for keeping two superannuation funds. So let's that, that's a starting point in terms of my superannuation. I've also been following some of my own advice. And again, I've put out a previous video on this this idea of saving more tomorrow. So I've used this idea of saving more tomorrow to um, over time increase the amount of money that I'm contributing to my superannuation fund. So you know, over the years as I've progressed in my career and had pay rises and those kind of things, I've added a little bit extra salary sacrifice along the way uh, to be at a point where I am now where uh, I get close to, not, not all the way, but I do get close to uh, maxing out my what's called concessional, my pre-tax uh, super contributions each year. Now, again, I'm in my mid-30s. It's a long way off until I can touch my superannuation. You need to think about whether that's appropriate for you and, and, and your own circumstances. But I've thought it through and, and, and for me, I'm comfortable to do that. So as I said, I'm using this save more tomorrow idea of as pay rises come through, rather than just have all of that money hit your bank account, I've been in every add an extra $50, add an extra $100 a month to salary sacrifice to my superannuation to be at a point where I'm nearly maxing out um, the cap anyway. Um, the big announcement uh, that impacts me with, with all of these kind of stimulus and stuff that's going on lately uh, is the free childcare. So our youngest son, or my youngest son, our, our youngest son, uh, it goes to childcare three days a week and we have sent him to childcare right through all of this that's going on at the moment. I know a lot of friends and colleagues that haven't, they've, they've pulled their kids out, but we have. So we've sent him three days a week uh, and the, the free childcare that comes into effect effectively as of, as of this week for the next six months will save me something in the order of about five and a half thousand dollars an hour. I'm not the person that this uh, that this um, that this is aimed at. I'm still working. My wife's still working. We can afford to pay our childcare fees. This is aimed at people that have got reduced hours or they've lost their job or something like that. But as I said, um, we're still working. It's there for everyone that's got childcare, uh, and so that'll save us something in the order of about five and a half thousand dollars over the next six months. Uh, is what I would have otherwise paid in childcare. Now the thing to remember there is that. I'm paying tax or my wife is paying tax on her her income to then have a, a weekly debit go off to the childcare centre, which equates to about five and a half thousand dollars a year. 
pre-tax, that's obviously a whole lot more money than $5,500. So what I've done uh, with my employer, First Financial, is I've arranged to salary sacrifice some extra money to superannuation for the following three months. So this month that we're in and the next two to, towards the end of the financial year. And I'll be using up my concessional contribution cap for this year and taking advantage of some rules that came into effect, um, well, actually came into effect this year, but, but it, it started last financial year where I can catch up any of the unused pre-tax super contribution cap that I didn't use last year. So I'll be doing enough salary sacrifice, which is really the savings that I've got from, uh, from the childcare fees. I'll be doing some extra salary sacrifice for the next three months to use up what of the pre-tax contribution cap I didn't use last financial year and what I wouldn't have used up this financial year based on the, the current salary sacrifice I'm doing. Um, so that's kind of a, it, it achieves two things. One, it allows me to take advantage of this free childcare, this money I would have spent otherwise. I'm doing something productive with it before it hits a bank account and gets, gets spent on something else. So I've organised a salary sacrifice arrangement there. Um, it's also allowing me to average into share markets. Now I've spoken a fair bit in my own videos and, and some comments in the interviews that I've been doing in the last you know, in the last couple of weeks about this idea of trying to average into share markets. Who knows if we saw you know at the bottom of share markets back on the twenty third of March? Maybe this might get worse before it gets better. Who knows? Uh, but I'm personally um, doing some salary sacrifice to average into uh, my one of my super funds. Um, so that's um, saving some tax, uh, but also taking advantage of the share market. When we roll forward to July, I'll drop back my salary sacrifice to the arrangements that I had in the past, and then we'll just wait and see what happens for the financial year. Uh, so in terms of superannuation, what am I doing there? Uh, just to recap, uh, I already did some salary sacrifice anyway, which got me close to, but not all the way to the, to the, to the annual pre-tax cap. Uh, I am now doing, uh, as of April, May and June, I'll be doing some extra salary sacrifice that will take me right up to the cap for this year and right up to the cap for last year. The trade-off there uh, is that I won't be able to access that money based on current rules anyway uh, until I'm age 60. So um, that money will be locked away, uh, but uh, you know, I, I'm comfortable that I can afford to do that. Uh, and you know, I, I can also appreciate that share markets are a whole lot lower today than what they were a few months back. So that's a risk that I'm willing to take. It may not be appropriate for you. Uh, and then, then the, the final area is is, is non-superannuation investment. So, so up until very, very recently, I had no investments uh, outside of my family home and outside of my superannuation fund. Uh, we, my wife and I, did have some money invested in share markets and, and some other things. A few years back but we sold all of that to buy our house to, to put towards buying our house so we had been yeah really doing no other investing outside of paying off my paying off our home loan or um all the money that was going into superannuation because i was the one that was, that was working uh, so that that changed a couple of weeks ago i again took some of my own advice that i've been uh, talking about with clients and said look who knows when this is going to end, who knows when this recovery is going to come and who knows how long that will go for. But taking a longer term view, I'm comfortable that we'll likely see this continual upward trend in, in share markets. And so I was comfortable putting some of my own money uh, in, in investing into share markets, just as I've advised for many clients along the way too. Uh, so I've taken a pretty simple approach with that. Um, I, I won't go into the product, but a, like I said, what's called an index style uh, of investment approach. I put $500 in 
a few weeks back to to, to kick it off uh, and i've set up a hundred dollars a week uh, which is is added into it that gets debited from our kind of hub uh, offset account again back to that to that banking structure uh, it's it's a set and forget approach to be honest i don't even know if i'm up or down or left or right from from when i started it and really i couldn't care less we, we're only a, a few weeks into to doing that now anyway I think we might be up to about eight or nine hundred dollars has gone in there over the last few weeks, including the um, the five hundred dollars that I put in there. And as I said, I couldn't care less if it's up or down. It's such an early stage. Uh, this really is set and forget. Uh, I spend a lot of my day uh, talking to clients, uh, helping them through challenges that they have, helping them make decisions about their own investments and what might be appropriate for them. The last thing that I want to be doing is is doing too, kind of too much analysis on myself. Uh, it's also incredibly difficult to try and make investment decisions for yourself that aren't unbiased. Uh, so I, for, for myself, I kind of go and I, I have this idea like the seller sacrifice or whatever it is, I just kind of run with it, get it set up, be done with it and, and forget about it. Um, so as I said, I spend a lot of my days helping clients through these, these same kind of conversations and these same ideas for themselves. Uh, the last thing I want to be doing is spending too much of my own time worrying about things like this for myself. So set it up, forget it, and and move on. Um, so there are three areas. Uh, hopefully this has been of some value to you. Uh, there's been a few people kind of oscillating in and out of the live stream. So thank you for joining me. Uh, I did want to continue this on at 12.30. You know, it's um, becoming a bit of a habit for me. Uh, so I've got a, a regular guest joining me tomorrow. Um, uh, in terms of questions or anything like that, I'll just have a look at the what what what's here. Um, so Graham, thank you for joining me again. Uh, not not feeling too lonely, uh, but it is a bit strange sitting here just talking to myself in in, in silence um, uh, and uh, and and kind of just talking to the computer screen. Um, do I believe the current stock market rally will continue? Look, as you said, it's kind of crystal ball gazing, in, in, as you said in your comment. Um, I guess, you know, what, 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 what's really changed? Uh, it, it's more, there's more and more good news is really what's, what's, um, what's been the change that we've seen over the last, the, the last few weeks. Uh, so a, 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 at least it seem, seems to be early days of a, of a flattening of the curve here in Australia. Uh, I, was, I caught the news this morning, the same kind of things looks like it's starting to happen in America and Europe, and that's got people really excited. Um, who knows if this will get a whole lot worse before it gets a whole lot better. I, I did see a, a graphic last week. Someone had overlaid the drop in is Australia in particular, dropped in the, drop in the Australian share markets now, and what happened during the GFC, and it was almost line by line, uh, exactly the same. I haven't seen an updated version of that since. Look, it's crystal ball gazing. I'm, I'm much rather kind of take a longer term view, and, and you know, you, you've got other things going on in your life, so maybe that may not be the case for you. Um, but it's more good news, and and the stock markets really, uh, really react quite positively to to the good news. Um, uh, Jonathan Chan, thank you for your comment there. Fortunate is founded in gratitude i feel immensely grateful this season me me too uh, incredibly fortunate um, to be in a job that i not only that i love doing but that i can actually do from from home i don't need to be you know, going off somewhere uh, to, to meet with people uh, and mike a couple of comments there from you thank you um 
And yes, I, I'm a big fan of of Chris and Veronica's podcast too. I'm I'm often listening to it in here. Actually, I've, I've listened to many many episodes here in this room. Uh, this is my youngest son's room. I'd often be here trying to put him to sleep. I'd have one of the AirPods in in my ear listening to their podcast. Um, so that's look. That's it for me today. Hopefully, this has been of some value to you. Thank you for watching. Uh, I'll, as I said, I'll be back tomorrow with a regular guest. I uh, hope you're keeping safe. Hope you're keeping well. Uh, and thank you for joining me.